Welcome to Design and Style, a podcast dedicated to helping you attract new leads, own your influence, and develop your inner visibility warrior through our proven tools, techniques, and mindset strategies. I am Dixie Willard, interior designer and owner of Designing Dixie, a brand journalism media outlet. And with me, as always, is my beautiful effervescent co-host, Rachel Moriarty, a leading home style expert, best-selling author, speaker, brand ambassador, and product designer for Elegant Mosaics. This week on the podcast, we have Carla Aston. Carla is a Texas-based interior designer with a boutique design firm near Houston, Texas that focuses primarily on remodel design. Twice a week in her design blog, Designed with Carla Aston, Carla shares tips, advice, projects, and all kinds of design goodness with her readers. She also writes ebook guides about some of the most common design dilemmas she has seen and consulted on through the years, along with their solutions. After her inbox started filling up with messages from readers requesting quick looks at design problems, Carla branched out into e-consultations, where she addresses homeowner design questions via email. Carla, thank you so much for joining Dixie and I on the podcast today. How are you? Hi, fine. I'm great, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Great. I'm so happy. I, I, I can't even, I'm trying to think when I found you via your blog. And I just am such a huge fan. And then I met you at, well, I saw you at the Design Bloggers Conference a couple of years ago. And I was too afraid to come yeah. say hi. Oh, oh my gosh. Star, I was starstruck. <laughs> well, I'm equally as starstruck with you guys becoming such celebrities online and all over the place with everything you're doing. So. Oh my gosh. You're it's so a pleasure awesome. to be here. And thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited because I've known your name and your blog for a while. I, I knew about you before I started seeing you in different groups. So it's kind of cool to get to, isn't it? To meet you virtually today. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I kind of got into the groups later on after, you know, I've been do- doing my own thing and uh, realized all of a sudden there's a lot more groups out there to join. So <laughs> slowly getting into all those. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to join our, our little community. I know, I will. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, again, I met you last time at the Design Bloggers Conference, and mm-hmm. it was so funny. I just posted in our group a picture that I was excited to talk to you, and I posted that picture of you, of me laying down on the yeah. red <laughs> in Hollywood at home. <laughs> right, right. That was so funny. You were perfect, perfectly dressed for that, everything. That was a great store. I think that was my favorite. Rachel, when they walked in, because it just looked like you. Oh, my you know? gosh. I know. It's like I have those pictures all over my website because I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm in love with it. Yeah. So tell us about, tell us about your business. Well, um, I'm a designer in the Woodlands and uh, Texas. It's a northern suburb of Houston, and um, I do mostly remodeling design work. I also do some furniture too, but it's primarily uh, remodeling kitchens and bathrooms and working on different aspects of uh, of the home. So um, most of my clients are local, but I do also have consultations that I do online, and that basically kind of came from the growth of my blog. I was telling Dixie, can you explain how you do that? The It's, it's an actual service. I can't remember if it's a lower yeah. price offering or if it's a free offering that you do. How do you get it's the- a, It's a, uh, sorry, my head set is a little broken here. So I'm holding, <laughs> uh, to, just to explain why I have my hand here. Uh, <laughs> um, 
it's a, a paid offering. And uh, what I found was that I was just getting a lot of questions and emails and comments and people asking me real design questions on projects. And also uh, Google was serving up my uh, blog um, as, as a resource. And so people uh, were sort of one-time visitors or, you know, just coming for specific questions and they would come to posts that address those questions. And so I felt like, you know, it's sort of like when you look at hows, people are always asking questions, specific yes. questions about their projects. Yes. So I felt like that was sort of a need and that I could fill that pretty easily because I was doing it anyway. And so I thought I need to make money on this somehow, <laughs> find a way uh -huh. to, um, you know, to capitalize on it a little bit because it takes mm -hmm. a lot of time and energy and um, sometimes things can get quite in depth. Mm -hmm. So I do offer um, like an up to five question type email and uh, it's uh, uh, 175 for, uh, I, I tell them it's a 20 minute uh, email kind of thing, but it actually ends up being more like an hour and a half sometimes, yeah. <laughs> because by the time you read everything, you look at all yeah. the pictures, I tell them I limit the pictures that they can yes. upload. I do only five and then, um, you know, try to minimize what they, you know, want because it can grow quite to be a quite a big deal so um anyway i found it very helpful it's fun it's something easy for me to do uh, i do it at night weekends just kind of at my own leisure and it's just kind of a way i'm kind of um you know leaning toward less face-to-face -face client yeah. work and yes. so this is kind of steering me a little bit in that direction mm -hmm. what a huge value though for you know somebody that can't actually hire a designer but they follow you they follow your blog mm -hmm. and they have specific questions for 175 that is such uh, a great i think it's a great value but do, do you have something in your email or something that they sign that you use that as blog content yes it's actually and where is they purchase contract okay yeah it's, it's where okay. they purchase it says if you purchase this you're agreeing to let me use this and your pictures or whatever however i usually do ask as well just to, just because i want to make sure that they understand that but that is uh right where you check out it's written that i can use the images i i love that i think that's so smart yeah i used to just ask and not put that statement in there but i decided i better be a little more legal and a little more <laughs> so kind I of a cya kind of thing make sure yeah. you don't have to worry about it right right mm -hmm. and it's actually most people are quite happy to share so i, I really haven't gotten any that um you know were reluctant to so um so far so good and it makes great blog fodder because uh, those stories, it's basically problems that a lot of people are having that a lot of people come up with and, um, you know, to get a personal a attention on a problem like that and get it addressed personally and show images of what they're doing and then how I would propose to help them. It really just kind of shows off my skills and shows, you know, helps people out. So it's kind of a win-win. And the SEO doesn't hurt either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> for sure. Speaking so. of SEO, how many how many people do you have on? You have a very large following on your blog, right? You have a ton of traffic. Well, it varies, you know, time of year and everything, and also it varies with how the 
social media sites are steering traffic right. to you, you know? <laughs> so it has been bigger in the past uh, when Pinterest was going strong because I got yes. a lot of my traffic from Pinterest. Now it's cut down, but it's, I would say I get around 200,000 um, unique views um, a month. So That's something like that. So crazy. No big deal. Just about. I know. I know. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Well, it's, it's like I said, though, it's kind of bouncy traffic because mm -hmm. a lot of my content is, is um, geared to help people and to answer questions. So people that come to me either from Pinterest or from Google are looking for one specific question. They're not looking for an ongoing relationship or to right. read my blog constantly. So right. um, it can kind of be a little um, deceiving that way. You know, people mm. think that every blog post is going to get hit like that and it's mm. not. It's that I have, you know, 10 or 12 or 20 blog posts that get hit like that mm -hmm. all the time. And they're consistently, wow. um, you know, they power the whole blog. And then, then of course, I'm growing my email as slowly and, you know, working that up too. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of, um, it's the, that's, that's what people have tended to come to me for is specific answers to problems in design. And I like giving that out. So it works both ways for me. It's oh. such a great idea. It and to be a good niche to get into. Yeah. yeah. And, and doesn't, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but doesn't Google reward you? Like the more traffic you have, even if it's for specific things, the higher up you get to go. Right. And that's so. why I answer questions on my blog too, mm -hmm. <laughs> because I don't always just steer people. Oh, well, I'm not going to answer that because I have a service for that. You know, I actually answer people on my blog because that's showing me that Google is giving my blog, you know, good uh, return there and, and that I'm some kind of an authority. So that has really, um, and that's why posts that are like four years old still get juice and mm -hmm. still are seen because Google is serving that up as an answer to someone who's typing that question. Uh, hashtag blog goals. <sighs> hashtag <laughs> Hashtag, I need to turn the comments on. I know. That was on. I was <laughs> yeah, Carla, yeah, I, I, know. <laughs> I swear, listen, people say this all the time. So when I first started, so in 2014, no, 2015, I took the, I mid-2015, I was working as a banker and I started, um, I took the leap and started doing design and I, I started my blog, right? I was so terrified of comments. I was completely terrified thinking that like, Oh, if I have this blog, everyone's going to read it. Right. I don't know. You know that I think that's a, I know. Obviously I, a misconception, I know. right. It's like, well, we've because, all been there. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you can so, put it out there, but no one's going to see it for a while. Right, right. So I turned off my comments and I don't even know how to turn them back on because I did it so long ago. And I keep saying, I need to turn my comments back you on because I'm, my, my skin is so thick now. I, do, I really don't care. It helps to, um, to have Google see you answering questions, going in right. constantly. And um, definitely even with older posts that are your stronger posts, you know, I turn those on and let people come and talk to you. You know, it's hard to get comments. And so, you know, we went through a period, you know, when I was blogging back in the old days, you know, people would visit a lot of blogs because we didn't have Pinterest and we didn't right. have some of those things. So people would visit blogs for the images mm -hmm. and for conversation and we would help each other out. But then now it's kind of difficult to comment on some blogs because you have to log in or you have to, you know, right. Uh, 
kind of a pain. Yeah. So people just stopped doing that. And then we all kind of gravitated toward these platforms where we talk over there, like Facebook and, and Pinterest or wherever, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so now when you get comments, it's, people are really treasuring them, you know, and it's really uh, great SEO for you to get those comments. And it's, it's just nice to have that activity on your website. I had a question. I noticed on your blog on the right side, on the sidebar, you have links to other blogs. Is that like your original people yeah. that you guys used to, I, I was right. wondering about that. Yeah. And also just pretty ones that I peruse a lot. I mean, I, I do a lot of um, Pinterest as well. And um, I know that those blogs pretty much have really good quality images that I can go to and pin from because I want to help them out as well. They've helped me out sometimes in the past. So, um, you know, it's just kind of a little network of people that, you know, they've put my blog on their site. So I'm putting their blog on mine. That kind of thing. So on Pinterest, do you have like a specific Pinterest strategy these days or? Well, yes, I've kind of, uh, I've actually written a little blog post about that. And, um, well, it's not little. We need that. Big. <laughs> we need that. that right now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, um, you know, Pinterest has changed so much over the years and, and certainly in the last year has changed, two years has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, so definitely now we have hashtags that we can use on images and, and, and it's really important to load up your, uh, all the information that you want to travel with your image over to Pinterest on your site, because otherwise oh. it won't get over there and it won't be, it won't be seen. It mm -hmm. won't go through search, you know, be noticed in search. So, um, you know, we have a great industry for having beautiful images, you know, that we can provide on our blog posts. Some industries don't have that. They have to go searching for images. So it's good to take advantage of that with Pinterest and, you know, uh, pin those images over there and get the traffic back to your blog. Try to get it back. That's one of my that. goals. I know we, we have hashtag Pinterest goals. That is one of the platforms that we really, I, struggle would be the right word. Yeah. I think yeah. both of us, for me, I'm, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not someone who pins. You things. don't yeah. use Pinterest even for like, not even, pressure. yeah, not for any, yeah, it's, right. it's never top of mind for me. And right. so, yeah, that's, that's one of my goals for this year is to get Pinterest ready. Yeah. Well, it used to be a lot more fun than it is now. So <laughs> yeah. Now it's, there's Work. more ads going through there yeah. and it's not, it's a lot of Right uh, stuff that is not that enjoyable. Uh, it used to be fabulous because literally it was all about who you followed, and um, you know I could follow some of my designer friends or people I knew in the industry and watch what they were doing, and it was really interesting because you could tell, oh, they're working on a cool project, and and they would literally have a board set up maybe yes. for that project. It was just fun to see them plan that see and what they were pinning, even work with clients because people work with clients on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, you know, that was fun to watch and to see what was going on. Um, and then, um, then of course the, the whole, uh, change came with their algorithm and now it's, it's been a lot more difficult to see the people that you follow. So, mm -hmm. uh, see their pins. So, but now I understand they're making a change back to that a little bit. So I, they're still, you know, changing, trying to figure out what's best. It's still like a big unruly teenager over there. So, <laughs> It's trying to <laughs> figure out what's going on, what they want to be when they grow up. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, um, but it is, it's a great way that 
the idea with Pinterest is they want to be a good source for people for right. information. So right. they want to have good, strong links and they want mm -hmm. to have good content that is linked on their site. So that's a good goal for a blogger and for other people, businesses or whatever, they want to drive traffic to them. So this, the goals align. That's why it's such a good uh, format for designers and for bloggers. How often do you blog? Are you a once a week or? Twice a week. Twi I was going to say, don't tell me every day because we no. met somebody. We were like, every day? What? Yeah. Twice a week? Yes. Wow. I have done five days a week. It's wow. grueling, let me tell you. It's hard. But I did that to kind of break in and get content on my site. And I had someone <laughs> helping me then. So now it's twice a week and that's about all I can do. So do, wow. you, have, do you have any extra layers of of monetization going in there or is it just blogging to get the exposure oh no we have i have uh, some affiliate marketing okay i have um i have i sell my consultations you know via, mm -hmm. i mean my consultations wouldn't sell if i didn't blog about them right so um and then um just regular business you know coming in just exposure for business as well do you highlight any community people or you do mostly do projects or like what is what kind of content? I have all kinds. It kind of, you know, I write primarily for my email list. That's one thing that I mm -hmm. want to write for. And about two years ago, I went to um, emailing my blog every time I published where I used to do kind of a newsletter and group them all in once a month and send that out to an email list. And then I would get, you know, Oh, you know, 1500 hits that day. Well, yeah, that was great, but it was to all those different 10 blog posts, not to right. one. And it, you couldn't really tell, you know, I mean, you could tell what you had to dig to figure out what they liked, what they really right. went for. And right. it was kind of like serving up a big giant menu, you know, mm -hmm. you're not going to go to everything. Right. <laughs> I, that's one of the things that I love is that, so we hear designers say all the time, oh, I only do my newsletter once a month. I actually very much enjoy it because I'm on your email list. Um, oh, I enjoy good. getting your blog emails <laughs> and they're you. nice and consistent and regular. And it's kind of like you said, it's, it's, it keeps you top of mind too. Not only does it help you with the analytics, but it keeps you top of mind in other people's um, right. minds that didn't mm -hmm. come out the right. In the inbox. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. So, uh, but that really helped me as a content creator to figure out what they like too, because mm -hmm. you can just tell by the end of the day, if they open that email and if they clicked on it, you know? Right. So if there's, you know, you just look at the graph and you can tell, okay, well, they really liked that information about a project. They really like project information. You know, I, I know kind of what my email list likes. So, um, but I've been able to only, get that information really through watching the, the um, email statistics that come in. So, but I also do posts that sometimes I know they're not going to like so much uh, just because I also want to do good posts for Pinterest because right. that drives traffic in another way. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I also do posts that are kind of more geared for eventually ending up being strong with Google. So I kind of write for different reasons, um, you know, and, there's a variety of posts that are on my blog. I have, I write, um, you know, I visit show houses and I visit um, and feature other designers sometimes. So um, that's, that drives traffic because their images are good. Mm -hmm. um, 
and also that informs people and it drives traffic to those show houses. I've actually done gone to local show houses and um, the people said, oh, everyone, we had a bunch of people come because you wrote about our show house. Thank you. You know, so wow. that's, that's good, good to hear for someone. So you have a good to- local following then. I have a pretty well. good local following. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it, it obviously, if you're wanting to get into brand sponsorships and, and getting paid by brands to publicize things and to write about product uh, mm-hmm. as a blogger, then that's an important thing to, um, to use and to, that's an important thing to do is to write about, about brands, about products, about, um, you know, different things that mm-hmm. we're all working on in the industry. So, um, that's, that's another thing that I've done a little bit of is done some brand sponsored post as well. So I've got a question for you. I don't know. You may not know the answer when you're looking at your analytics and it shows you how many opens you got. I know that if I'm at, and most people don't, most people don't use the way I do emails anymore anyway, but I have Outlook. And so when it pops up, even though it stays unread, I can read the whole email. Yeah. Is there, do you have, do you know, does it count that? Um, well, I, I've just been curious. Opens it and then mm-hmm. it counts clicks. So click throughs go to your site. Mm-hmm. So there's two different, um, I mean, I have MailChimp. I don't, do you have MailChimp mm-hmm. or, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can see there's the open rate and the click through, right? right? I don't, I think that, you know, I always wonder why people email the whole thing. Yeah. Let you read it right there in your email, because that's not going to get a click to your site. No. You know? I, I don't think that's very fruitful, frankly. I, I don't know the purpose of that. Maybe there's some other SEO reason or some reason why people do that. But um, I'm sure people would enjoy getting a whole blog post in their email where they can just scan it and look at it, you know, and not have to go to someone's site, but, but that doesn't really benefit, you know, the blog. That's not the name of the game. (laughs) A little work, you know, (laughs) to get that information. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know if there's any other advantage to that. So. Well, you're kind of thinking along the same lines as, as I am. So that, that's perfect. I I haven't ever actually researched it, but definitely having a click through here to read the rest is yeah. a good way to make sure people are clicking through to see the rest. Right. And another thing is, you know, on blogs, um, like with my blog main page, there's snippets and the first photo, mm-hmm. and then you have to click through to read more. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime you kind of get that going on, that's good good for you know people to spend more time on your blog but you have to make the first image and the statement the snippet that you put there very interesting and captivating so that they will want to go further so there's it's a challenge so much to think about but if you think about it it's not really all that complicated you just have to plan ahead yeah right oh gosh how far out do you plan your posts not that far. <laughs> that actually I makes like, me feel I like that. I know. No. I'm like, oh my gosh. No, I've done yeah. them the day before before. I don't like to do that because I really like to uh, start them and then they kind of grow a little bit, you know, and grow on me and then I change things around. I like to go back and read something fresh the next day mm-hmm. so that I can catch typos and edit, you know, better. But I have been known to wait to the last minute. And, but I always, it, it amazes me that I can come up with the content because 
honest to goodness, there are some days where I'm like, I'm totally tapped out. I've thought of everything I could possibly write about, but then something will happen that day and I'll go, yes, I'll make a good blog post. (laughs) Sure enough, it's done. You know, it's just, um, it amazes me how things are, that just come up during the day in a work day that can be great blog content. That's how my Facebook lives are. You know, I've done, I don't know, a couple of years now of kind of daily-ish, five, five days a week. And I'm the same. I mean, some, some, I just feel like there's not, I can't talk about anything. Yeah. Right. But I think we've trained, it's like almost like a muscle. Like we've trained ourselves. Yeah. I'll hear a conversation in Home Depot. Mm-hmm. I'll be at Ikea and I'll see a woman kind of struggling in the pillow section. I'll, you know, it's just yeah. like, you know, or I'll go even to the grocery store and be like, oh my gosh, all the spring flowers are out, you know, or, you know, just, and it's just like so trained. I'm so right. trained now that everything is content. She's, she's truly, for anybody who's listening and not as familiar with Rachel as I am, she's not kidding. She thinks <laughs> in terms of content all the time. <laughs> it is a constant. I, I aspire to be able to think about it as much as you do. Thank you. <laughs> it's because I'm on, I put in my, yeah, yeah I'm putting yourself out there. You I'm putting better myself on blast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll show up like, I got nothing today, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. We constantly be thinking about that. But it kind of, you know, it's sort of that, it answers that creativity bug that we all have a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, you just kind of apply it to writing and, and creative content and, and being observant, you know, and I think designers yeah. are very observant people anyway. So um, it's just a matter of sort of identifying those things. So do you stay at home a lot? Are you mostly home? No, or do you I go out have a lot. And um, I mean, I work in my studio, which is off. Um, I have an employee and we office somewhere else. Ooh. I stayed home today, <laughs> hoping it would be quiet, more quiet. But um, <laughs> It, uh, but I have job sites, you know, I visit and then I usually try to go to Houston to design center once a week, something like that. And so I'm usually out and about running around. You put out a lot. That's why I was asking. I'm, I'm imagining you're, I'm imagining you like putting blog content out two days, you know, a week and you're just sitting there like, well, I don't have kids at home, you know, I do. Uh, my husband and I are, you know, we're older, we're uh-huh. set in our ways. He doesn't mind if I take a whole Saturday and write. So right. I, I do weekends and nights is my writing time or early in the morning. I like to get up real early and do some blogging yeah. and when it's real fresh, I'm faster and yes. better at it. So that's kind of when I take the time to do it. Yeah. I sit with my husband's a TV watcher and I'm not. So, but I'll sit on the sofa with him, but with my laptop and I'm like, you know, always kind of not working, working, but doing stuff like editing photos or, you know, I'm always yeah. doing something, but right. just the, just so I can like be in his presence, but yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not a big TV watcher. Yeah. So I, I guess I should, I guess what I'm saying, I'm a workaholic. <laughs> wow. that's, another, that's another word for it. So, so Carla, do you, um. Would you say that the more that you blog, the easier it gets? Yes. Mm-hmm. Although because... it's still difficult. But you definitely get into a routine of how you put up a post, you know, and mm-hmm. you know the steps and processes you kind of have to go through. Um, there's sometimes things, I, I made a big mistake on my last blog post I just sent out, and 
I've been highly distracted with a lot of personal, my mother-in-law had a stroke and we're getting her into a, a facility, a assisted living thing. And so I've been highly distracted with that, but I just kind of forgot one whole step in the process of doing my post. And it, instead of having it, the snippet show up as it was supposed to in the email, it just printed the whole darn blog post in their email, which is just like what we were talking about. Right. Um, and I don't, it never intend to do that. I just, it was just a step that I forgot to do. So, um, but typically, you know, I kind of have, um, have my processes and steps that I go through and last is sort of going in there and really, um, editing, uh, the names on the images, the titles of images, and also, um, you know, captions, which also travel over to Pinterest, all that stuff is kind of done at the end. Uh, but, um, I try to get the title right at the beginning and kind of do some of those major things and then fill and then I massage the body and then move images around a little bit after they are uploaded. So it's just, kind of I fun. love the way you talk about your blog. I massage the body and I, <laughs> peaceful and calming. I know. I was like, oh, I kind of felt that on my shoulders right then. Well, that would be nice, yes. Uh-huh. Well, I have to say, you know, Dixie and I have this um, course that we teach called Visibility Warrior, and it's the nine C's that we we uh, talk about because um, we love alliteration mm -hmm. and you hit so many of them. I mean, one of them is consistency. Right. And so, I mean, you are just amazing at that. No wonder you have so much traffic to your, to your blog because you're, you've just been so consistent about it. Mm -hmm. um, content creation, obviously that comes with it. And then um, I loved that you talked about some brand collaborations mm -hmm. and, and using that as a way of a, an, an additional income stream. So yeah. you hit, right. I'm like, every time you hit a C, I'm like, oh, oh Carla's, Carla, <laughs> Carla knows what's going on. I like, I like me some Carla. <laughs> well, you know, we have to always be thinking ahead and we can't, you know, with if you're gonna build something that's powerful, you need to think about monetization. And yeah. um, monetizing a blog is hard. I mean, mm -hmm. it is a whole different business. Right. And it's a real conundrum for designers to get into that whole affiliate marketing thing. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're a designer in a traditional sense where you're selling product, you really don't want to be linking online to all right. these products that people can just go buy right there. So it, it's a delicate balance and it, there's, it's kind of tedious how to wade through that. So, you know, affiliate marketing isn't necessarily the answer for every designer and it's not necessarily, um, you know, something that every designer would want to investigate. It is nice to have though. However, I've found it useful with, um, some of the e-consultations I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll send them links to things and I'm in reward style so I can do, um, some of those, it's easy for me to just grab some links to send to them. And I always tell them, you know, I get about 5% of this, you know, whatever as a little, mm -hmm. um, uh, incentive or whatever. So, uh, but this is what I would recommend for you. You know, they may buy it, they may not, but that little bit of money is, is nice tip money. And it's not something that's necessarily resting on my blog. It's just something that I'm, you know, offering up. So anyway, it's just, uh, it's complicated to do it. To do it's, both of those. That's <laughs> do another C we need. We need another C. We need another C for that. Complicated. Yeah. Complicated. 
that'll be number 10. Yes. <laughs> well, actually it is because your concoction is the right, picking the things that are right for you. Yes. However yes. it is that you're getting visible. And that can be complicated if you haven't yeah, thought done about the work ahead of time. Yeah, so. yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. So we have one question that we like to ask all of our guests mm -hmm. and you are very visible with your blog and, and the reach of your blog and why, why do you think visibility matters as an interior designer or design professional? Well, I think that um, if you're working in that really high, high-end luxury, you know, really high-end luxury uh, level. I don't think you need all the, it's more like you need just someone to invite you into that group. But mm -hmm. if you're working in, in any, any other part of the business, you need visibility and you need to figure out what you're comfortable with and what the best way is to get that and to reach yes. people. Because um, the one, every one of my clients has read my blog Every one of my clients has come to me through my blog. Mm -hmm. That's my avenue, and that's my mm -hmm. um, uh, way that people come and get to know me. But it's it's an you know they take it's a good way to um, introduce yourself to people, um, let people know how you work, uh, let people know how things work in your business. You know, with um, different processes and procedures. Um, it's just a really good exposure to clients. To potential clients mm -hmm. and it lets you with a blog it just lets you explain things in great detail you know mm -hmm. you can go way down and dirty with it all and and just get real nitty-gritty and um, it just allows you that time to explain so um, it's not it's not doesn't have to be just a sign flashing you know a Facebook ad or whatever right. it can be a little more detailed and you can really get across the points that you want to make and really let people get to know you so I think that, um, you know, these days, the people that I see that are becoming really successful and are getting, you know, opportunities, mm -hmm. the average designer, maybe not, are not getting, it's because they're visible yep. in all these ways. I mean, I never would have been on uh, the Modena's blog tour group if I hadn't had a blog, if right. I hadn't put my effort there. And that has rendered me, that has been caused other things to, you know, be able to occur. Mm -hmm. So every kind of little step you can make like that is a good link and it builds your career. And, um, you know, we don't really know where any of this is going now, you know, we're all in new territory and um, it's just good to start making those, that mark, you know, out there. <sighs> I think, I think we have a new crush, Dixie. <laughs> we have a well, Carla Aston crush. At, you know, we're all learning at the same pace here, all of us. And I'm learning from you guys, too. You're so brave out there on video all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, jealous of that courage that you have for that, for sure. Well, you know, it, like we talked to everybody, it's, it is a concoction. Everybody has a different visibility concoction that works for them. And sometimes, you know, I try to tell people just because I'm doing out doing lives, doesn't mean that that's the, the right one for you, the right fit for you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I just adore your blog. I've followed you for years. And, um, so thank you again for coming and sharing all of your wise, wise C's with us. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thanks. We appreciate you. Very much. Sometimes when it comes to visibility, it's hard to know where to start, how to start, what's truly important. Maybe you've already started, but instead of getting anywhere, you just feel lost and confused. Maybe you see others making great strides, but it seems like you're getting left behind. Or maybe your once successful visibility efforts just aren't getting you the attention they used to thanks to new technology and an ever-changing industry. It's time for a change. It's time to take control, to stand up for yourself and your business. It's time to become a visibility warrior. Join us today at visibilitywarrior.com.